make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. All right, cool. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's gone. That's the first time I've ever started off with that. <laughs> Gotta keep the high energy up, right? Mm-hmm. What we got today, we have my cousin Mason. What's good? He's been on like a ton of other episodes. This is my fourth. Well, actually, the the one with Kusha and Michael, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I accidentally deleted it or if I deleted it intentionally. I could see me doing either one because that was, to be honest, that was like my least favorite podcast. It was three hours long and just random information, pretty much. Yeah, it was all movies. Like yeah. it was just them talking about movies, which is cool. But I don't know if I, I yeah I don't know if I deleted that or not like intentionally. But regardless, it got fucking lost awesome. somehow. That's yeah, fine. I don't care. Well, here's a here's a lost voice right now. Conveniently, before doing a podcast, should be good. It's better now. It's not high pitched. Is what it is. No worries. Well, as you know, um, I don't know. Like like playing soccer our entire lives. Um, I I played the other night for the like the IFC football or futsal Sorry. championship or whatever. What is one? And. Yeah, we won the championship, oh, really? and then you guys were in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but what I was like wanting to say off of that is uh, like just one of my favorite things in life is competing. Like I just love competing in like mm-hmm. anything, regardless of what it is. I, don't know, I guess I enjoy certain things a little bit more, but yeah, I get that. <sighs> it's fun till you lose, though. <laughs> no, absolutely. You get pissed off, like high school. Senior year, senior year. It's but that's like the beauty of it, you know, like like the all the everything's on the line. Yeah, you're not guaranteed to win. Mm-hmm. Everything's out there. You're just you're just going. Everybody wants the same result. Yeah, it's just two two forces going at each other with everything they got. Like I just love that, dude. I just love it. It's fun. I love the psychology of it. I love the the physicality of it. Feeding into it. Yeah, like the preparation, you mean? You're getting into it, yeah. It's fun. Absolutely. It takes a lot, though, sometimes. Especially, like, during soccer season when there was 26, 27 games. Like, getting into it all the time. Oh, it's hard to, like, keep getting into mm-hmm. it. Like, I, I lost the desire to play a lot. Yeah, yeah I remember. Especially during co- your freshman year of college is when you lost your desire. Absolutely. Well, you know what it's like, like, to play a sport and, like, like... It's the weird thing about whenever you have a real relationship with your sport, like being able to uh, play, like, like, like to go into a game and just be like, "Wow, I do not want to be here." Like, this is like this. I just don't want to do this right now. But on the same time, like you've gone into games and it's like I would rather not be anywhere else yeah. in the world. Definitely polar opposites. I've been on both sides many times. Absolutely. I guess that's a. Uh, it's probably a healthy relationship with your your sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably yeah. overdoing it a little bit, but I bet everybody's been there. Yeah, let's <laughs> see that. That's uh, that's kind of the driving force in some ways behind like this podcast and like whenever I used to make vines and YouTube videos and stuff and just it's just other like genuine curiosities of life because that's that would always be it kind of irk me. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be like, yo, like I, I love soccer and like I'm I, but I've been playing for like. I don't know, like, 15 years. I'm like, this is, like, I've been traveling out of town, and, like, I haven't had any time to do anything instead of soccer. Like, I have other interests, you know? Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that, especially with club. 
Absolutely. And then you have high school, and then you have club again, and then it just never ends. Well, high school is even more overwhelming yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. We had no free time in high school soccer at all. None. It was just, it was, I mean, you practice every day. You didn't do that in club. It was like four days a week. It's like a, it's like a real brotherhood, though. Yeah. I love it. High school is club. Never got that. I was never friends with my club team players, really. Do you like, still talk to anybody from your club team? No. I like if I see him, I'll go talk to him. Like, totally. It's cool to go here, but I wouldn't like I don't talk to him outside of. Is that weird how it works, dude? Like, cause it, it. I was wondering. I was thinking about that the other day as well. Like, uh, I don't know. For example, like we we played high school ball with probably. I don't know if you if you want to talk with like just the people on the varsity team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's say a rough number of like 50, 60 people. Yeah. You know? Would you think like throughout four yeah. years? Yeah. All the teams you go on, yeah. So like like sixty people, something like that. And I still keep up with a fair amount of those yeah. guys from that well, team. Yeah. Are you the same mm-hmm. way? Like you, you still talk to I like, still talk to guys in your class in my freshman year, so True, true. And then I'm probably closer with those guys. I am a lot of guys in my own grade. Like it's weird because in high school soccer you get like really tight with those guys mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, I mean you can, you can't at least this was my experience and I think you can relate as well. But, like, club soccer, I probably played with, like, 300 people at least. And I, I don't talk to a single person from club. I played pretty cons- – I probably played three teams, but I know all of them. Like, I'll go talk to them as a person, but I don't. I don't, like, hang out or anything with them. Um, yeah, no. It's just club was different. It's because, like, we all just had to be there, I guess. True. So it wasn't really as passionate or emotional. It was like it's weird because like the team was better, but you're right. It wasn't like a bond. It was just like individuals showing up you're that playing. play cohesively, but like off the field we are all individuals. But like as like the high school thing, um, and this is not me trying to like live back in my glory days or anything like that. It's like not to be yeah. uh, like get get confused with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's interesting because like I thought I thought our like uh, especially the scene. Uh, I can only, that was my closest mm-hmm. year at least like I thought we were like a real like bonded Senior, team which was yeah. really cool like how how tight everybody was how close everybody was yeah I agree with that <clears throat> especially with your class you guys have a lot of people in your class too and you guys are all pretty close because you all played from freshman year together to senior year true true so, it's kind of an him. interesting experience yeah it's a lot of time with a small group of people true yeah, that, most of my friends I played soccer with. <clears throat> I mean, Sam, Will, Kusha. They're my closer friends. I played since well, I played with since I was little. Mm-hmm. Like Kusha played four years of high school with. So yeah, definitely high school. So even Coach Kyle too. I yeah, keeping up with the, the, the coaches. Yeah, I haven't. I I quit my soccer team. I've <clears throat> never talked to my club coach again since then. I uh-huh. probably never will. But Coach Kyle would always go back and talk to him. Totally. Especially with his troubles recently. Yeah, true. Enough, so. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that blows. So on another topic, uh, Maddie, your girlfriend, mm. and I were talking the other night about you. All bad. Oh, yeah. All bad. I bet. <laughs> and we were saying how, um, well, she I guess she kind of brought it more to my attention, but mm. like like how we, we both think you're like a pretty empathetic person. And let me let me this this might sound a little abstract a little bit, but I'm kind of convinced uh, human empathy 
Because I think as, as human beings, we have this uh, capability, uh, like, over animals to be empathetic of another person and, like, really feel, like, what it's like to be that person, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if we can, like, relate to them. But, like, I don't think human empathy is fully... Uh, well, like, evolution's still obviously working. Mm-hmm. It's still at play. So I don't think it's fully evolved, like, at all. I think, mm-hmm. I think humans haven't gotten near to their... Uh, Full capabilities of being empathetic of another person because that's that's really the only time we can empathize with somebody fully is if we've been in their shoes. Could be that, or it just could be <clears throat> like the way the culture is. Because I mean, other cultures are definitely way more empathetic than we are, for sure. I think, I think that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I think especially with, like, the older generation in this country is a lot more focused on, like, the individual and being the best you possibly can be. And I don't think a lot of other places focus on that. I think it's a lot more cohesive. Okay. Like a more, like, interdependent mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah, I know they, they say that about, like, uh, Oriental cor- cultures, like, mm-hmm. any, like, Asian cultures kind of. Yeah, I can definitely say Middle Eastern. Like, I can say, like, it, I mean, I don't really know for sure. Uh-huh. I feel like the kind of India maybe might be a good one. I don't know for a fact, but I just I think I could you could just see it absolutely kind of working together more than because there's a big like fu attitude here compared to a lot of other places. Yeah, it's kind of like a doggy dog mm-hmm. environment here. Yeah, if you do something wrong, you get shot down. People don't even try to understand what happened. Good point, man. That probably is a lot to do with culture. Our culture is pretty crappy. I think personally. What are some complaints you have with it? I have my complaints as well. The P, I think the PC thing is pretty crappy. Like, it's not. I mean, I get being fair to everybody and being kind, but like, it's not like, it's not. I don't think it's possible to be just completely super nice to everybody. I think that wouldn't be like a good life to live where everybody's just culturally competent, super nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Sounds bad, but like, I don't know. So, what do you mean by the PC? Political correctness. Oh, okay. Like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I think people take it too far. I like, guess. maybe with like gender pronouns mm-hmm. and things like that. I think, yeah. I mean, like, to a certain extent, yes, it'd be respected, but like, you can't even like joke around with people. Like, part of being life is like enjoying it, and messing around, like, but you can't even joke about that stuff. Are you just considered a racist? Are you considered sexist? Or and like and like I don't know. I think like you should be able to like joke around, and take it. Like it's not supposed to be that. Se- I mean, I, don't know, I think people take that kind of stuff way too seriously, way too over. Which it makes sense because they've been treated like crap for years and years. But totally, I think we're at the point now where they're more respected. I guess you're saying like like other ethnicities, other genders, gay people, like. Whatever it may be, okay. But I'm also not in their position, so I don't exactly understand. That's it. That's how I feel too. Yeah, like, I'm like, I, I would just share that opinion. Yeah. So I I can think that, but in the long run, I can't really fully relate to them because I can't. Like, I haven't lived like all the shit they've had to deal with. So. Yeah, and then uh, it's it's. I feel like a lot of that debate kind of comes down if if they're. If they're just trying to use their their role in life mm-hmm. to play the victim, or if yeah. they're like genuinely like getting uh, kind of oppressed, yeah. Because it, I guess uh, I know I know the way you see the world, and I know the way I see the world. And, like I don't see like those. 
those people as any different. Yeah, I don't. I could care less about. It doesn't involve me, so I, it's not my problem. Like, exactly. I have no. It's not my business to tell somebody what they can and can't do. Exactly. Exactly. So like those things just never even like cross my mind. To and be I, honest. It doesn't even make sense to me when people like specifically, like zone like Trump just he just banned yesterday he banned uh, transgenders from the military. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Like almost, I think it's almost all, but except certain cases. And they, I mean, I don't think it's possible whatsoever or reasonable whatsoever. His reasoning was like medical, like it was, it could be like dangerous because of um, mental issues. Um, and yeah, people have mental issues, but I don't think that's necessarily related to being a transgender, I guess. I don't know. I would have to know the reasoning behind that because I, I feel like with, uh, especially with Trump now, like everybody just likes to kind of throw out like, they like no. to react, but like, like they don't like to understand. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like they, they'll read the news article without reading the like, or they'll read the the title without reading the actual article. You know. I think it was on Twitter the other day, and there was this there was like the Austin Bomber guy who was sending out the packages to people, and he was blo- like they blow up whenever they pick them up. Oh my goodness! There was so he, like the first two people who killed like there was two black, or I don't know if he injured or killed two black guys. And this guy on Twitter went on, like, this huge rant, assuming that it was just, like, this race thing, that he was targeting black people. And then, like, a week later, they're like, yeah, no, like, he was just doing it to random people. There was no race or anything. Like, there was nobody being targeted. Uh-huh. So he just assumed that just because it was two black guys that it was just a race issue automatically. I know, I know what you mean. Like, whenever people try to point it towards race, whenever it's, <laughs> like, clearly not race... That's that's the victim car that we're talking about. And that's that's what. Uh, well, that's what keeps it here in the first place. Exactly. Like if you want, they people won't stop talking about it. Like in some cases, yeah, it needs to be addressed. But every time something happens, you shouldn't just be like, "Oh, it's a race thing," because then it's never going to go away. It's so weird too, because like I was kind of living in the the mindset, the paradigm, if you will, uh, that. Racism wasn't really relevant until until really this Mike Brown stuff that happened close to our homes in St. Louis. It's like it's it, weird. How like it he, works. yeah, it's gotten such a touchy, a touchy, touchy uh, topic ever since then. It's that's something that I think is really hard to measure. I guess, or like, I mean, <clears throat> I've never had to witness it. Like, I guess, but that's also because of the area we went, and I don't really think people were. Necessarily racist towards other people. No, um, but again, Timberland had its moments. So, <laughs> I think so, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess people can be like racist to some degree. Like I've I've experienced minor uh, things of racism, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I, I don't know. Like I, the way I see it is like I can only focus on myself. I can only focus on like what I can control. What I can control is to be like not racist mm-hmm. and to love everybody. So. I feel like, bad, but like, there's literally like, I don't think there's any really solution to it. Mm-hmm. You can't change somebody's ideals. I mean, you can, but there's no way you're gonna change. I, mean, I don't know how many people are racist like that, but that's a lot of people. It's it's hard. I think uh, I don't know. Maybe social media will kind of expose those people. The internet will kind of inform people because racism seems to kind of have uh, deep roots in ignorance mm-hmm. most of the time. Like most of the. Typically, there's a strong correlation between the most racist and the most ignorant right, people. Yeah. I think a lot of that's due with the like the cult, like those people, the older people that seem to be more racist, grew up in a culture where that was not acceptable, but it was common. Absolutely. So, like, 
I think as those people grow older and die, I think there's going to be less and less and less occurrences of that kind of stuff happening. Absolutely. Or hopefully, at least. Because, I, I mean, it takes... Hey, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, go ahead. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, because uh, we're probably in an age now, like, I, I didn't even think about this till now, but we're probably in an age now until uh, that, that uh, I guess minors are starting to question their parents even more and more because mm-hmm. we have so much more information than they did. Everybody, especially from when they're a little, like, super young, everybody's connected to each other now. Right, yeah. I mean, like, social media, YouTube, it's all connected with them. So if you got some dude that's been conditioned his entire life, who's our age, mm-hmm. who grew up in Kentucky, whose Does dad's a racist and mm-hmm. hates hates black people and loves to just hate on black people, so he, he kind of grew up... Uh, Green taught, yeah, but then, but then at the same time, like now that he has the option of the internet, maybe he's going to start challenging those beliefs. And Hopefully. I mean, if he doesn't, inevitably somewhere down the family line, it will be questioned. So I would assume racism is going to just start to diminish more and more Hopefully. and more. It'll probably take a while, but you never know, really. Joe, Joe. Hopefully, it just happens less and less. I mean, I know I'm never going to do any more. Target out anybody like that. So, do you think it's uh, ethically wrong to treat like a black person better than you would treat like anybody else? I mean, yeah, you should. I mean, that's that's a uh, that's a hard answer question. I mean, I think in situations, especially now, there are situations where they needed to be treated slightly better because. They're slightly all like they've been slightly trying to look wrong lately, or not lately, but throughout history. Forever, throughout history. So I think it, they probably do need assistance or like that extra help because I mean they've been treated worse, so they probably should get a little bit of time getting that extra boost. But that's something that they don't want. Like that's got to be careful because they don't want that to get out of hand. Absolutely, maybe. I think it's, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's good to maybe be considerate that like. Like okay, like they this maybe this particular situation mm-hmm. uh, has kind of targeted them wrongly, so it's good to be empathetic and mm-hmm. considerate of like wh- how they might respond. Yeah. But besides that, maybe treat them the same. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. I feel like treat them the exact same, but be understanding that there might be particular situation or acknowledge actions. They, yeah, they've had to deal with a lot more group than we have. <clears throat> I think they did a study that came out a couple of weeks ago. It was by Stanford, where if it was like even in the rich or people that were wealthy, that no matter it was a male guy and a black boy, that's what they said. And no matter what situation happened, it was almost guaranteed that every time that the black boy would end up getting paid less. No matter really? what family he came from, no matter what profession it was in, it was almost like guaranteed. Wow. Yeah, it kind of is a form of oppression. Mm-hmm. Or is that just a form of uh, the picture that the uh, media, that our culture, that society has kind of painted of black people? Is that kind of a result of it? Like maybe that, that let's say the shop owner um, hires two individuals and, I mean, just through like subliminal messages and uh, things of that nature, like uh, black people. He's He has this certain idea of black people in comparison to white people, he's not racist, but maybe he sees them just because of what the media has kind of shoved down mm-hmm. his throat uh, as whatever, yeah. whatever it may be. Like, but like a little bit more negative, or mm-hmm. maybe a little lesser. I feel like that's the problem we need to overcome. Yeah. 
Because I feel like a lot of people think that way, maybe because of um, the the black image that's been painted by the uh, media and everything. Yeah, I can't. Social media is such a mess. You never know what to believe on there. True. True. But you, have to get, you, you have to get information somehow, but like I like Twitter because I can see what's going on. But whenever I read stuff, I never form an opinion based off what I read on the. Especially off like like new topics, like hot new topics. Because I mean the new the media sources sometimes they just don't know. Like they there's no way they could figure well, out what they're talking about. Well, they don't know. Then they just they make it sound like the way they want it to sound like. Mm-hmm. They just keep feeding on that. But they may not have all the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely yeah, I can't. There's been things from time to time where I just read it and was like, this is so stupid. The, like, I can literally like, see them trying to like, fake some stuff that, or put stuff there that isn't there or make connections that aren't. There's no connections to be made. Absolutely. Or, or like, it's kind of the same idea as like doing something and you can clearly tell like, it's, it's just trying to get a reaction, mm-hmm. like trying to get favorites, trying to get retweets or whatever that might be, whatever, trying to get likes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, it's kind of sometimes it's dishonest, which in my opinion is unethical. Yeah, but, but attention's a driving force. That's an incentive. Well, they're businesses now. They gotta. They're on the stock market. They gotta make money. So that's. I mean, that's how they do it. That's what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I've been. I've been thinking lately. Uh, college is super stressful, and I feel like it kind of conditions you to stress and like mm-hmm. worry and uh, like get kind of anxious. A little bit for time to time. Only whenever I have tests. Yeah, true. true. Most of the time, I'm pretty ahead of myself. I usually, I have my homework done before I even need to do it. So, besides like studying, I usually never. I mean, I'm never really too stressed out. I guess. Okay. It's been pretty. Easy. I mean, it's also my freshman year, so like, true, true. I don't really have a lot to deal with yet. So it's definitely going to change as, as semesters go by, but. Especially now, like, this semester, like, it's been a breeze pretty much. Besides, basically, my tests. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Like, if I got if I got behind, like, it would, I could see it being so overwhelming, I just would not know what to do. Totally. So, because, like, that's how my roommates are. They don't, or some of them, Derek and Ryan are just pretty good, but, like, some of them, like, they, if they're behind an assignment, they just don't do it, like, there's just and then it just keeps building up and then they complain that they got C's and D's and it's like well you should have done the assignment when it was due that was kind of my mentality freshman year too and I kind of fucked myself like that's I realized that like even though like it's especially with like classes where like homework's only worth 50-60 points whatever like even though it's not a lot of points like that's it's a significant difference maker between like if you fuck up a test like that 50-60 points that got your back to carry you over Today, I guess. Like, that's when, like, chemistry class, I got, I think I got, like, a C in my first test, but I had an A in all the clickers and my attendance and all my homework, and I still have an A in the class because of it. Oh, there you go. It's carried me up over it. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can, it, it, that's something I kind of overlook a lot of the times. It's like, I'll just, I'll just quickly do an assignment mm-hmm. just to get it over with, because it's so tedious, mm-hmm. but then uh, I'd lose, like, small amount of points here, yeah, small amount up. of points here. Absolutely. It over time. Yeah, if you can get 100 on everything, then... I think as many points as you can get, because the more points you got in there, is the less points you have to get in a test. True, true. Yeah, good point. Um, extra credit, too. I don't really do a lot of extra credit, but 
I do it when I can because I mean those teachers will offer like two point extra credit. You could be at the end of the semester and look at the league, you could not get an A because you missed two points. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like you might as well just do it. Like one of my one of my classes, my chemistry class, he makes it so before the test, if you go ask him two questions about anything, you get two extra credit points towards the last test. And there's four tests. Two okay. questions about anything? Like anything chemistry related. Okay. <laughs> so, I was going to say, I could get pretty yeah, creative with so, that. Hey, what's good? How you doing? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right, I'm waiting for Trey to go to the shower. So. Absolutely. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't even remember what I was talking about. No, well, it wasn't that important. Uh, it was about, like, extra credit. Oh, yeah. So I just go do that, and then that's an extra letter grade on my test because I get 10 points. Totally. So, like, why not, I guess. That would be pretty awesome, though. Mm -hmm. He's just, like, asking a question about it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember those teachers? Here, I'll put the microphone more in the middle. Um, those teachers that, like, I don't know, I, I have one right now. Like, he's very, like, high-energy uh very like ADHD kind of deal oh. and very intelligent but like I feel like I'm not learning much about the actual class but I'm learning a shit ton about life if does, that makes sense does he just talk about his personal experiences and not necessarily the curriculum yep <laughs> those are my favorites because you can always read a textbook on your own time exactly you know, exactly you have an hour class you might as well learn from him He's, he's somebody I actually, I've been like kind of thinking, I'm, I might ask him that come on the podcast. Oh, right. Yeah, nice. just go like meet up in a classroom somewhere. That'd be cool. I would not That'd have be, here. Really, that would be, yeah. against the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty reasonable. I don't think you More probably. something against us than anything. Yeah, 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 yeah good point. <laughs> probably be weird if you asked him to come to your house and do a podcast. <laughs> hey, you want to come to my basement and do a podcast? You want to come to my dirty basement and uh, have a conversation with me? It's not finished. He'd <laughs> <laughs> probably be more willing, too, if you're like, we can, we can just do it after class. He'd probably be like, oh, yeah, it's probably <laughs> the better idea. <laughs> what are you guys talking about, mainly? Um... The, like how we like competing with random oh, shit. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like my, one of my favorite things in life. Just, just be able to like, just two forces going at each other. They both know exactly what, he, what each other wants, and like only one can win. Like, yeah, I just love that. An immovable force meets unstoppable object. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much. Yeah, just that that excitement. Yeah. Uh, stress in college, and then human empathy. I feel like. There's a certain level of stress where, like, you probably need, like, let's say yeah. you're about to not have food and you're going to starve, like, you should probably stress <laughs> a little bit. But I feel like stress is pretty much self-created. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just worrying about something, like a future event, when, like, all you There's have is the now. Yeah. So why worry about the future event? So much, like, anxiety, like, in, yeah. in that. And it can't help you, for the most part. Again, if it's, like, life or death, it could help you, yeah. maybe, but... <laughs> Finishing an assignment, if you're stressing about it, all it's going to do is take away from your focus to finish the assignment. Yeah, true. Sometimes I feel like the uh, like if you need a particular outcome, then that can place a lot more stress on that. So like if you need, uh, I don't know, say you have to run like a certain amount of mile time. Like what would you guys do if you had to train for, let's say you can run a 530 mile and you got to get it down to like a 505. Like what would you like? Like, like you need a particular outcome, mm -hmm. and it's gonna require a ton of training. 
So I, I like to some extent you need to stress about it a little bit, but you don't have to necessarily even stress. You can just have a goal and just, just have go out and just try and with like no attachment to like the outcome kind of deal. Well, it's like the outcome is your goal, but then you like break down your goal for like what do I need to do now, mm. and then you do what you have to do now to the best you can. Yeah, just make sure you're getting on top of what you're doing. You should be fine. But don't you think with that, like, it, like it, pretty much any goal you're going towards, like. There will be a tiny amount of stress, like just a. Yeah, you might even enjoy the stress too. Like you might enjoy the. Uh, it might not be bad to make sure you're. If you get too relaxed about it, it might be just a, a like a like a checkup and make sure like you're. You know what I mean. Totally, if you get too totally. comfortable and you get stressed, you're like okay, maybe I need to start doing more of this. I guess what I'm asking is like what evolutionary. Uh, like going off of that, uh, what evolutionary advantage does stress play in achieving a goal? Motivation, I guess, I would say. I feel like it can help, but it's not necessary. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. you can use it to for, or like to push you, but you don't have to use stress to push mm. you. Yeah, totally. There's other things you can... Because I feel like stress is just, like, an uneasiness within yourself. Like, you can use that as a positive, because it just depends how you look at it, but, like, mm. you don't have to, like... Use you don't have to use stress. Totally. So like all your, you, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot stronger forces too. Yeah, but I mean, it can. I bet some of the greatest like achievements ever have been under stress. Mm. The That's nuke. also true. Yeah, whenever you. Yeah, like the arms race for the nuke. Yeah, right. It's like, just like we need to, like we're stressed now because we need to get it before they do. Like, like let's go, let's that's, go, let's go. That's let's a go. really good example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want the Nazis to get it, so we need to get it. Plus, if you're super stressed out and you do it, it's very rewarding. True. Yeah. Or relieving, too, I guess. Mentally and physically. I just, I never really get too stressed, I guess. But like Joe was saying, like, it's because you allow yourself not to. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. That definitely is a skill. Just don't, I, just, I don't know if I don't care enough or I just know that it's pointless to be yeah. stressed out about something that's... And, and the, in the long run, it's just a test. Yeah. If I, you fail, you just... I feel like stress, like, if it's for a test, if you're stressed about the test, you're just putting energy to the, oh, I need to study, I need to study, mm-hmm. instead of just putting energy to studying. Like, it just seems counterproductive, usually. Yeah. Because, like, you're just thinking about, I need to study, instead of thinking about what you literally mm-hmm. need to study. Do you think there are different kinds of stress? Because, like, it sounds like you're describing is, like, it's uh, counterproductive and kind of, like, resistance within yourself. And then, uh, but if you stress about, like, there could be, like, positive stress mm-hmm. as well. Well, I feel like you can use stress as a positive thing, yeah. but it's not necessary. Like, yeah. you could use it as a positive to, like, oh, we need to get the nuke, we need to get the nuke. Like, let's work, let's work, let's work. And then, like, they probably got it faster than mm-hmm. if they didn't stress. But, like, they could get the same result without stressing. Yeah, they it just wouldn't work. be. As- Do you think you could re- replace that stress with passion? Yeah. 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 You, like with anything? Probably. I mean, you might have to do something you're not passionate about, and then you might use stress to hey, overcome actually, I'm, it. I'm tilt this so you can Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, that really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. Let's get up with it, too. Um... It's gonna die anyway, so it's not good. But uh, I feel like you could use passion instead of stress, 
but if you're not passionate about something you need to get it done then stress then maybe sometimes stress would be a better option because you know you're not passionate about it yeah true true like ultimately you could do it without stress but I don't I couldn't think off the top of my head what I would replace stress with with something you're not passionate about probably the only thing I can think is a class that you just don't yeah. like at all and it's just like just get it done don't stress about I'm just, it I just, do just something yeah, yeah. just something you need just to work. do yeah Totally. That's what I was thinking about the other day, and I think um, I, I definitely need to find something I'm like super passionate mm-hmm. about, like in life. Yeah. Because like, if you Everyone think about like, like all the, um, like even if it takes me ten years to find it, like I, I don't care. As like, long as you have it. Totally. Like I, I just need some activities <clears throat> that I'm gonna be like just loving to do, like loving to show up to work and whatnot. Yeah. Which I, I feel like a lot of people just kind of settle. Which I just, I just, I don't even think it's like an option, honestly. I just really just can't. Like, yeah. Otherwise, it's not just, bad I, I don't think I'll enjoy life nearly as much. Yeah. Say so that causes you stress, too. Like a good kind of stress, yeah. though. It's yeah. like, oh shit, I need to do this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, find something I want to do. But then you have to be careful that you're not forcing it. Because if you're stressing, then you might like try and force a passion. True, true. So you gotta make sure it's like pure. Yeah. I feel like the real passion is whenever you're like at somewhere like like desirable. For like example, let's say like um, this this is how I knew like I was passionate about like podcasting. For example, mm-hmm. like I like I'll be at like a college party or something, and I'll be like, like like I genuinely. It's not even like I'm like not accepting of the uh, like I, I still have fun at the place, but like sometimes I'm like damn like I I would have. Like, I had fun tonight. I enjoyed it, but I genuinely would have rather been, like, working on something to get me mm-hmm. closer to my goals. Like, it's not It's not even, like, a... Like, I don't think it's an unhealthy level of obsession. I think it's, like, a... I think it's, like, I genuinely enjoy doing this more than this. It's just your interest. Therefore, I'm going to do this. Yeah, exactly. I think that's good. And if you're going to achieve big things, you need a certain level of obsession. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think more people should probably be like that. <laughs> I agree. It's more dedicated to what they're doing. Yeah. So I guess more people need to get more experimental, more exploratory with their mm-hmm. what they could be potentially passionate mm-hmm. about. Or they maybe they just haven't found their passion yet, so they just inadvertently just go out or something because they don't have anything better to do. Joe, I do yeah. that a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. There's nothing else to do, so yeah. I'll just go out. Might as well go out. See, you're lucky you found something yeah. at age. 21. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's what to put your time into. Yeah. Well, that is a good perspective to take. That is uh, like, I've never like seen that as like, like fortunate. In, in yeah. It's definitely fortunate. Some people search their whole life. Some people never find it. So. Yeah. That's what like, uh, they're like talking like in the moment and whatnot. Like nothing takes me more into the moment than having a good conversation. Mm. Honestly, like I just, I just love, like we did, we went two, two hours, 45 minutes on the last podcast and it felt like, 15 minutes. We used to have phone calls for like hour and a half and it'd be ridiculous. We'd hang up and the next morning we'd go through a call log and we'd be like, do we really just talk for an hour and a half? I was like, what the hell? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was, it was, it was a night or light out when I was beforehand. It's like, this is crazy. Yeah. Let's get lost in conversation. It's cool. It's a good thing to get lost in. I've heard of worse, you know, yeah, things. Worse ways to get lost in, yeah. I just, I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I get, I get lost watching two girls, one cup. That is oh, just, yeah. that's just my passion. Something gets to me more into the now. <laughs> it just I, takes me there, man. I still never say that. I'm proud. Good, yeah, good, because uh, it's, uh, 
That's not, not the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> not worth it. But <laughs> you can't unsee that. So. Yeah, so I'm never going to see it in the first place. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, Trent needs to get out of the shower. <laughs> I, I, honestly, let's just wait for Trent to get out of the shower and just explain in full, vivid details what two girls oh, look okay. up. I'm just fucking with this. <laughs> no. Bring him down here. No, I, I couldn't, because uh, I, I had a weird friend growing up in high school who, like, freshman year of high school would, like, he, like, played him one night, and he's, like, trying to get me to watch, and he just thought it was so funny, because I, I literally couldn't watch these, like... Is somebody I know? I feel like... His name's Cody Adams. No, okay. That's a Timberland. For whatever reason, I thought it was going to be Kyle, but... I wasn't no, no. sure. <laughs> Same last name, though. Um, but, yeah, I, like, I just couldn't, like, stare at the screen without, like, nearly gagging. I mean, you so. watch for set two seconds, you're just like, oh, my God, what is this? And you just turn it off. That's what I did. I was just like, I never want to see this again. Oh, so true. Yeah, I'm going to stay pure on this one. Never <laughs> yeah. I, I admire that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not missing out much. <clears throat> well, Mason helped me delete my... Uh, so I had like an SD card. And I don't know, long story short, I didn't know how to delete an SD card. And I had like a thousand files on there. and 1,500 video clips on this SD card. <laughs> Why would you want to delete that? Uh, cause I already have them on my computer, like... Oh, so you just wanted room? Yeah. Okay. So I wanted, yeah, I wanted room, like, off the SD card, and he just helped me replace it all, so... Yeah. Super thankful for that, and I know how to do yeah, that. lots so. of space on there. Yeah, I drew it on there. SDHCMP and... <laughs> in the show notes. Is that one of those things that, like, goes into a computer? Yeah, it's right there. Oh, that one. Yeah, it's, like, it's a little like micro. Dude, that's crazy how, like, something that small can, like... You know what I mean? It's not even like, that much. That's like a, I think they even have like bigger ones. They can hold crazy amounts that are just that size. It's crazy. Technology. Man. This is because this is the size of the normal SD card. Because they have the, this is called like a this is the adapter to mm -hmm. it. And wow. then So the micro. These are the little ones. And then so I guess the so you're saying the macro ones can hold like like maybe 128 or something like that. They they probably give away. I mean, I could probably find a crazy sized one. It's a micro. USB or what is it called? Uh, well, these are micro USB. Um, micro SD, SD. SD. My bad. I don't know anything about technology. I mean, I have a, my my room. I have the one terabyte thing. It's literally like it's smaller than this, and I've downloaded maybe ten games on there. And like games aren't small anymore. And it still is like full video games. It still has plenty of space to go. Yeah, because the Xbox only hold like. Because you have to download on the hard drive now. Yeah. And, and it'll only have, like, you can only have, like, eight games on something as big as an Xbox. And if you have, oh, the, wow. if you have the CD, it only downloads, only down, like, a smaller portion of the game and still can barely hold anything. I use that as a All right, cool. cool. Oh, yeah. Well, the biggest one's 512 gigabytes. Wait, how many, how many gigabytes? 512. 512. Wow. So it's... Wow. <laughs> I wonder how much that'd be because I, I think the 64s are like 30 bucks or these will probably uh, these would probably be like a hundred ish might be worth it and they're the thing is there's a whole lot of space and they're also super fast that's how this thing is dude this this uh microphone right here like mm -hmm. it it saves up a ton of storage mm -hmm. like but i think it's just because like auditory or auditory my bad uh storage is a lot easier yeah. to hold than like it's a, a lot video less Totally. Just with video, you got auditory and you have visual. The visual itself is a lot. Absolutely. I think that, yeah, I think that must be the majority of the storage, I would assume. Mm -hmm. 
Have you seen all the streamers that do stuff? Have you like heard of the guy called Ninja? Ninja. Before? Nah. Heard game Fortnite. Yeah, totally. Who's a Fortnite streamer? I think they said he makes about five hundred thousand dollars a month. Just from streaming his games on like Twitch or something. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah, those dudes are. I mean, their job is literally Crazy. playing video games for 12 hours a day, and they that's all they do. Would you do that if you could? Oh, 110%. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. I wouldn't think twice about that. That's awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's the... Wait, what are you saying? No, I mean, go ahead. That's the that's the one thing about, uh, like, YouTube, like, this YouTube culture that's arisen, mm-hmm. like, in the past few years. Like, it's, uh... I would have never guessed that. I never would have guessed that people enjoy watching other people play video, video games. games. Yeah, no. I'd like. I'd rather play it myself, honestly. Like, totally. I just don't really like. I like watching videos of people playing where it's like funny mistakes or like stuff happens. Like I play PUBG, it's super glitchy uh-huh. sometimes. So there's just like weird glitches that happen in the game. I think it's funny, but like I wouldn't watch for hours somebody just play a video game. No way. I guess. I mean, like I get millions of people are. I could see people doing it to get better, but like, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. F- I enjoy like watching a dude talk to himself for four hours straight. I guess. Yeah. So. Like, I don't know. I just don't think one person could be that entertaining with video games. It's for little kids. They think it's funny and stuff and goofy. But like, True. I'll be in class and there'll be like ten dudes in front of me, like just streaming, but like Fortnite Ninja, just just watching in class. <laughs> Just watching some yeah, why, play. Yeah, why are you watching it like that? Why are you watching it in class? Like you can yeah. go to class for fifty minutes and go back and go back to your dorm and stream. It's not that difficult thing to do. Battery's still going. Probably something just to keep their mind busy. I want yeah, to. occupied. I was reading that book and he he gave that a name. What was the name of the book? Um, why Buddhism is true. Why Buddhism is true. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. It was like the default. I don't know, it's whatever the part of your brain's called whenever you start daydreaming or whatever. You start thinking. It's like a part of your imagination? It's No, it's just like the actual physical brain, like part of the brain. Okay, like the, okay. Part of the process that happens whenever you start daydreaming. Yeah, I'll, uh... What, what do you think to Google that? Daydreaming, um, part of brain. Process, I guess. Process name. It's like the default something process, I don't know. Science of daydreaming. Unlike previous thought, previously thought, the universal phenomenon of daydreaming is a normal part of our cognitive processes, yeah. an area of the brain called default network. Yeah, default. Which be, default network. Okay, which becomes more active as the level of external stimulus decreases, is often considered responsible for daydreaming. Yeah. So that's like whenever you daydream, that's normally. Did studies of people that meditate a lot and people that were like experts in it, like that part of their brain would be almost like non-existent, like because they just wouldn't. They, they're just so focused, and there could be nothing going on. They could just be sitting there focusing on their breathing, and there's nothing. Like they can just focus and not daydream. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Because I, I know with meditation as well, it'll uh, it decreases the size. Like I don't know what part of the brain mm-hmm. uh, secretes like. Uh, cortisol, but that's like the stress hormone or whatever. And meditation's been proven to actually decrease the stressful parts of your brain. I think in general, meditation just like doesn't numb your emotions, but you're not as affected by them. I guess like you realize that they're not real, less reactive yeah. to those. Yeah, totally, totally. So, hey, what's up, Trini? Uh, I was gonna say, um, do you want to run for me next? It's supposed to rain tomorrow. 
I'm actually going to the gym like right after this podcast. I know. Do you want to run after, like later tonight? To be honest, most likely not, but maybe. Okay. Because I'll probably run at the gym. Okay. I'm just going to run three miles. Totally. I just want to know if you want to nice, dude. Are you going to uh, tomorrow? I don't know. Probably not because it's going to rain. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I'll, I'll de- I'm definitely down to run, like, a lot. Okay. All right. I'll just text you when I get back. Cool. See ya. See ya. <coughs> still have the podcast. It's fine. See ya. <laughs> it's still have the podcast. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I didn't know he runs so much. Three miles is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, he's cutting weight right now. Impressive. It's a lot. It's a long run. My mom's doing another half marathon this fall, I think is what she told me. So she did that. She did a marathon a year or two ago, too. No way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She does this. Like, I knew she ran a lot. I don't know if she's like, actually done marathons. She's done like three or four half marathons, and she finally did a marathon. Now she's getting back and doing another half marathon. No way. Good for her. That's awesome. She does a lot. She puts a lot of time into it. I mean, she'll run like five or six miles a day. Well, not probably every day, but a lot. Frequently, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's she good gets, for her. Yeah, she loves it. 13.1, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's probably the most in shape adult in our family. I, I can't think of anybody even yeah. close. Like, who's even close in our family? Not to bash, but. On the rushing side, they're all kind of heavy. Maybe I mean maybe Scott. I don't know. Like I feel like Scott goes to the gym. He he uh he lost a ton of weight. I know that. So good for him. I feel like he at least is active. Totally. But like everybody else, nobody else really does that stuff. I mean, yeah. Your dad, he doesn't. I don't know if your dad goes to the gym, but he's like he's not like running, but he's out doing stuff. You know what I mean? Totally. He's out at the farm doing stuff at the farm, so he's still like active, but he's not working out. I've been kind of harsh with my dad, like. Uh, Cause I, I just want him to lose some weight, man. Like I, I don't you know. You want him to beat her? Exactly, exactly. I'm just like, dude. Like you just like I just been blown with him over the years. Like it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Like on my part, cause he's so so nice and so open to criticism. And I'm just like, like come on, dad. Like you, you gotta, you just gotta lose some weight. Like, like you're getting fat, or like you're you're, you're fat. Like yeah. honestly, like you just, you just gotta lose it. Like. Because honestly, the way I see it, I mean, he's like 50, he's like 52, 53, something like mm-hmm. that. But regardless, like, it's going to be a lot easier to lose in your 50s than it will be in your 60s. Yeah. Like, it, every day it's only going to get a little harder to lose weight. So you might as well just fucking start now. It, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it'd be hard because I feel like he's, like, I don't know. Like, I, he always seems like he's busy whenever we're at your guys' house. I feel like he, doesn't have, he wouldn't have as much time. Like, yeah. Whenever we're at your house, like, he's either gone or he's doing something. Especially with the farm stuff. Especially, yeah, yeah. This past year he's been, 2017 was, like, a crazy year for my father. Like, a crazy yeah. year. So, but, I mean, it's good. I mean, he might not be working out, but he's still out. Like, he's not sitting inside all day in the office cubicle. He's outside mowing lawns, working, moving stuff. So still not burning calories, and I don't know what he eats like. I don't know what his diet's like. I don't we, think I've ever really seen him eat anything before. Oh really? He mm-hmm. he sometimes dude he he eats dessert pretty frequently, mm-hmm. like a lot more than he should be. I, I don't know. Like I again, like the the way I see it is like, and this is the way I've always seen it is whenever you you put like bullshit in your body, well one you're gonna get bullshit out. Like it's that's gonna mm-hmm. become part of you. Yeah. And, gonna turn into fat but and terrible energy and stuff but uh i don't know it's just temporary satisfaction you mm-hmm. know like that whenever you're eating food like it's it's only a temporary pleasure like yeah. if your objective is to lose weight then like why not just be able to just say no to food for yeah. a little better say no to the wrong foods 
They're just, they like that dopamine burst. They can't get over it. That small two seconds of, once, I think once he realizes that, it's just a feeling. And he could eat a lot of other foods that give him that same exact feeling. True. Um, they cover that topic in the book, too. It's weird. They talk about, like, the pleasure, like, in your brain. How, like, it was to, he talked, he relates it back to, like, primitive times where, like, whenever they would eat, like, berries and fruits, they would get that positive feeling, so they would go back and eat those berries and fruits again. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew they weren't poisonous, they were sweet, they were good for them. Uh-huh. But that was never designed to deal with, like, donuts and stuff like that. Like, it was, that's not, like, natural. Totally, totally. So, it's like, it's a primitive process that's getting abused in today's world. Absolutely. So. And we're, we're kind of playing upon those, mm-hmm. uh, those desire for sugar because yeah. we didn't have an abundance of it in the past. Well, back then that was like a sign that it was a healthy food. That's something because you never like when you ate stuff, you didn't know if it was going to be poisonous or not. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. Really? Okay. So wow. Whenever they ate food, like it was sweet. Bitter foods tend like actually, I, you probably did in your biology class at Timberland, but it was those they give you those strips and you lick the strips and some people tasted bitter. Some people didn't taste bitter. But it's the same exact chemical. Yes, it's just higher. It's, it's your genetics. Really, but that oh. gen, that gene was originally used that like if you ate a bitter food, like you'd spit it out because it was gross. Right, but, but probably because the bitter food was gonna be poisonous. It was gonna kill you. Okay. So it's like a, it was a gene. It was used back then as a primitive, primitive like a primitive genetic. But now it's not really as useful as it used to be. Absolutely. So. Well, did you say a lot of that book is uh, relating back to what like like a lot of. Our evolutionary uh, traits, traits that yeah. we have now, like they're they're not necessarily even useful at no. all. That's what he says. Like in reality, not, no feeling you have is necessarily useful in today's world. It wasn't designed to be used. Like in like in like today's world, I think people need to be more mindful about that and like understanding of that. It, it, it's easy to forget, though. Yeah, I mean, I really don't. I, I mean, I could see where it came from, but I didn't really connect those kind of like. The bigger picture dots from that totally and like like we were talking about earlier with stress uh i think i think a lot i think this is this kind of the safest time to ever be alive in a lot of ways and we're kind of finding ways to just stress out about nothing like we're kind of creating problems that don't exist yeah. when we could be like focusing a little bit more on what does so, exist yeah. what's right what's right in front of us mm-hmm. which i think we do but sometimes we stress about them a lot more mm-hmm. than we need to Absolutely. In the end, it's a test. It's not the end of the world. If you fail, maybe you don't get to med school. You don't get to med school. There's millions of other things you can do. Totally. I was I was reading a book. Uh, I was actually reading that that funeral we went to for our mm. great grandma. Uh, I was reading this book. Uh, I, I had it in the car. I don't know if mm. you saw it. That's what. That's, but I read it before them. But it, it's called Tools of Titans by mm. Tim Ferriss. It's basically. He he just sat down and interviewed a ton of people. He's all about like oh, optimizing yeah, performance, and um, yeah, so it's like a whole bunch of people different, like different takes on things. Mm. And something I found as a reoccurring trend throughout the book is it like he asked the question pretty typically: if you could give your your twenty year old self advice, what would it be? And most people, uh, like they they say, uh, it, everything's gonna be all right. Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. You know? It is. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, in reality, it doesn't matter. I guess 
That's how I would put it. Honestly, like, because uh, that, 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 that's kind of a philosophy called nihilism, mm-hmm. where, like, that nothing has any meaning kind of deal. And honestly, at first, that kind of sounds depressing, but I kind of adapted that mentality a little bit whenever mm-hmm. I stress out about things. Like, I think that's a really healthy way to look at things you're, mm-hmm. you're stressing over. Like, yo, this doesn't even really matter yeah, that no, much. I mean, you don't want to take that, you don't want to abuse that either, too. You know what I mean? But like, like, if you're studying retention, like, oh, this doesn't matter. I'm just going to do something else. You know what I mean? True, true. Like, I feel like that can be abused very easily. No, or, abused, that's unhealthy. Or using it, as a, use it as an excuse to not do something. I think I think the healthiest way to use that mentality is, like, if, if we want to keep relating it back to school, is, like, okay, like, I have five hours till this test. I'm really stressed about it. I don't think I'm going to do that well. But... All I can do is do as well as I can in these five hours and then do as well as I can when I'm in, in the actual test. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus my time and energy on it. Mm-hmm. And whatever the outcome, whatever results I get, that's, that's it is what, what I can, it is. Yeah, that's, what I, that's the best I can do, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I might as well not stress about then it. Then you know next time what not to do. Like next time, okay. Next time, I'm gonna study earlier for the test. I'm gonna make sure that I'm not put in that situation again. Absolutely, absolutely. Learn from your mistakes. Prepare for. But I feel it like a, a lot better. of people don't do that. You know what I mean? Like they just don't prepare for the test. They're like, oh, fuck it. Oh well. Totally. Maybe next time. I mean, I don't know. Well, I no, a lot of aspects of life. You're totally right. I can see that. My roommates. I mean, they don't. They don't study. I, I really don't think I've ever seen Will. Study or do homework for a test ever. Oh, right. He probably, I mean, honestly, he doesn't. I just, I've never seen him do it. Right, right. So, that's also just because at this age, people, that to them, school is not important. It's more about being the cool guy or going out to the bars and bringing back girls. True. Stuff like that. That's what I've noticed, though, is uh, some people, the first two years, kind of get weeded out, which is why I think, I think that's why they kind of have the intro-level courses, because a lot of people kind of fail out or get stressed out. Yeah. I'm close. I mean, like, I, I, and I'm not judging, because I've, I've been really close to like, considering dropping out, just mm-hmm. going home. I've gotten really close to, like, I, actually, I don't know if I told you this, but I, I failed out of college at one mm-hmm. point. I went to OTC, and then I got a three-point, like... Eight five or something there, and I was, I was like, "Damn, I gotta try now." So then I, like, I, I did well there, and then got my GPA back up, and now I'm like in trying yeah. to get into the college business. That's why I'm taking those communication yeah, classes. Say, you told me that you had to get a higher GPA. I'm lucky enough that I've never like, I don't say like allowed myself to get that like be in that situation, but I've just been lucky enough to be like, like genetically just smart enough that I've never like really. School's come easy to me, I guess. Totally, totally. Like I've been able to adapt to the situation and thrive in it without a lot of stress or worry. I would say, yeah, like your your uh, your innate intelligence mm. is uh, applicable to school, mm. which I would say, like, like because I, I always thought like we have different types of intelligence, yeah. and uh, like mine, it's not that I'm bad at school. It's just like I have a lack of interest, yeah. which at, at, for a while I used to think was a bad thing. I don't know if that's not necessarily bad, bad though, because they. I, I still have my interests, and I have a lot of curiosity for life, but a lot of the classes that we're required to take, I just personally don't and they're not really des- They're not designed for the way your intelligence works, either. True. You know I mean? Well, like, if I don't have, if I don't have curiosity in something, that, therefore, I'm not gonna, that's not going to result in any passion. If I don't have any passion in something, then I'm, I'm not going to be able to perform at optimal performance. That's just the way I am. 
I think that's the way most people are, but I'm like very extreme with that. Like, like I was saying earlier, like I need something to be passionate about, otherwise I won't thrive, I won't succeed. I usually try, like, at least this semester I had some classes where I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this, but I always find a way to be like, like I'm taking economics and social issues, I thought they'd be super boring, but I still found a way to like, be intrigued at what I'm learning, like I still find it interesting that I'm learning about stuff that I never thought I would learn about. Totally, totally. So... Typically, typically for me, it's uh, most classes I can find something interesting in. To some degree, some of them, but some, dude, it's just like, why? I try my best. Why? <laughs> I've also been blessed with having, like, good teachers and good classes. That I that's like. Yeah, that's something I appreciate for sure. Mm-hmm. Which I've enjoyed. Like, one of my classes, she's super cool. She takes her, like, you don't have to go, but she'll take her classes skydiving at the end of the semester, yeah. She'll no go, way. She'll go and she takes, she does that. And she also do a, she does a study abroad trip with all our classes. She goes, so they go hiking. She went through Spain the last couple of years, but she's going through Scotland this year. Okay, wow. So she's a pretty like cool, interesting person. Well traveled too. Yeah. Wow. And like we're going awesome. through, we're going through Beowulf again. I literally read that last year, so I thought I was gonna hate it. And I thought it was gonna be super annoying, but like I have like kind of a minded. Like I read, I've read more this semester of Beowulf than I did ever in high school. Oh really? Which is yeah, bizarre to me, but. Just bringing a fresh new perspective mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Which has been good. I like that. I don't mind it. Yeah, that's what's up. But yeah. Also that, my like intelligent part is, my, I went to my academic advising meeting. He goes, <laughs> it's a little cocky, but I like it. I thought it was cool. I was sitting there. I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do in the class. He goes, well, when you say that, that usually means an A or a B. For most people, it's usually a C or a D. I was like, that's interesting perspective. Like, that's a good thing to hear. There you go. I agree with that. I could never let myself get a C in a class unless there was nothing I could do. Yeah. Yeah, but there's some classes out there like uh, I'm just that hard. I'm sure I'm going to get a C in organic chemistry, and I'm sure it's going to be inevitable, but I'm just, I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can not to get a C. Like I'll, I'll spend 10 hours studying if I have to. I, mean, I don't really care that much. That's how Chem 2 is going to go. Who knows? You might pull out with a B, too. That'd be nice. You usually got A in there right now, Don Arala. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That man also, he he has studied so much throughout high school that he has, like, perfected it for his, like himself, I guess. Okay. So, he probably studies a lot in college, I would assume, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he's just, like, everybody learns differently, and he's found the way that, like, is perfect. Because like, he studies, I mean, I think he took the ACT, like, seven or eight times. Mm-hmm. He would study hours and hours before each one. Yeah. And then he finally, I guess, eventually he went from like a 26 to like a 32. That's he jumped crazy. Because I think is what happens, he found the way that worked for him to study. Okay. And it just, it reflected. I mean, he got in, it's the Farah, like he took out two. I think he got like a 98% in the class. Like he just, like he just, he found out what works for him and he's been able to do it and it's worked perfectly for him so far. Wow, good for him. He's just a smart guy, too, in general. So, so. Your phone case kind of looks like a little pocket Bible. Yeah, you remember the Bible we used to have in, like, eighth grade? Uh, nah. <laughs> I actually had a book, and it had, like, the Holy Bible on the side with the cross. Oh, really? Yeah. It looked similar to that? It was the same exact design, but it was, just, it was just a Bible. It just looked like a book. It had, like, a little bookmark up here. 
and you could like you could pull up and look like I got like little chapter slides in my class like this like I was reading my little Bible <laughs> and my teachers knew it wasn't one but I still thought it was funny anyways <laughs> yeah I guess that little uh, screen the, the hole right there for your camera is probably what gives it away yeah <laughs> that would be funny though if you well this get, is you for could... the phone so if I'm like talking I can just go like this so I have to sit there like this well, I meant for like the, the other side the camera oh yeah like, it yeah. gives it away a little bit too you should. It'd be funny if you could like get like Holy Bible printed on there or something. Yeah. You can still buy them. I just. Um. I just feel like. Wait, like a fake phone case that it like pretends to be a Bible? Yeah, you can buy one right now. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm so surprised. I feel like they have everything on the market. If I didn't there's like, a demand for it, I got it from my dad at first too. My dad had it, and then he's like. Like, I stretched it below there, do you want the phone case? Me being in 8th grade, I was just like, of course I want this phone case. This is awesome. That's funny. So, I don't mind it. I just, I kept losing my wallet, so I had to get something that I could keep my stuff in. This is perfect. There you go. That's a, that's how I like it, too, man. I like, uh, I have my keys and all that stuff in one spot. I just prefer to have everything at once. Like, go all in with it. Because then... I don't know, I feel like it's just easier to keep up with one thing instead yeah, of a Plus, ton. it looks professional. You know what I mean? Like, totally. I open, like, you know, a little book, you know, and scroll to my phone. Get the little pocket pen for your phone out. <laughs> I was thinking about yes. it, but I was like, that's oh, too much money. Okay, do you see that? Uh, uh, the, what's it called? Casein protein bag? I showed you that, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. I think it was nice. I don't think I'm ever going to run out of that. Ever. So you did buy some? Yeah. Dude, that, oh, that, that, yeah, that you bag. sent me a picture with your hand in it. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. like, it's like, like this big. Oh, that's it's awesome. 15 bucks. It's awesome. It's going to last me forever. But I don't, do you have, I mean, obviously you have to work out to get bigger, but should I, do you think I still should still take it when I don't work out? Uh, so like, let's say for example, you work out three days in a row and then mm -hmm. you're resting. Uh, so like you, your fourth day you're resting. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say I would say still take it because okay. you're still recovering your muscles and like that rest day still has a purpose. So uh, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, yeah, I, I will. Do you do you understand like the point of casein protein conversion um, away? I don't know the difference. I just I read up on like online why it was important to take it before you sleep, and so that it was important because your body recovers and rebuilds while you sleep, and that's like almost a thirty year day you're asleep, so you want to have protein in your system. To be used to totally. build muscle. It's something. Something with the the. I don't understand how it works. I just know like it does it, but like the it's more of a gradual, mm -hmm. like uh, breakdown versus like whey protein. Like most of it kind of gets a, the nutrients kind of get absorbed within like yeah. five hours. Mm -hmm. But like casein protein, it, it lasts most probably, of the time you're probably sleeping. It's hard to break. It's probably a larger chain of amino acids. It's probably hard to break down. Okay, okay. That's, so what that's, that's what I would assume, yeah. That, that makes sense. I don't know. All right, I really got pee. Right, cool. Yeah, I was, was going to say, you just want to call us quits on this? No, we got a solid hour. Cool. The camera died, too. Yeah, rest in peace, the camera. <laughs> it's dead. It's done, though. I should have charged it. That's on me. Yeah. No worries. Well, when did it die? Uh, it died, like, uh, we probably, like, 20, 30 minutes ago, probably. Oh, not too bad. Died a while ago. Kind of limits me on highlights, but it also saves me time. Mm -hmm. So like, I can only I only have a few clips of highlights I can yeah. choose. So that's what it is. Perfect. Oh yeah, I'm about to pee myself. Oh yeah, yeah. you should. You should just pee down your leg. Oh yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Well, do you have any last last words? 
Is that nope. just, you're gonna pee yourself? Yeah, I'll pee myself real quick, but I'm cool. Well, yeah. Okay, your phone, or your voice is a lot better. I guess. Yeah, that. the water helped, and I. It's kind of gross, but like I kept coughing and I got some, the crap out of my throat and it helped it out. Yeah, that's what do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. So, yeah, because whenever you first came over here, it was like, like a five year old. I sent a video to Manny and she goes, "Oh my god, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> I woke up and I like started talking and I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be bad. This is not." Uh, gonna be bad. <laughs> first so, thought was the podcast. Mm-hmm. You were just like, "No." <laughs> I knew last night too. It was just like I already know this is gonna be a mess. That's very bad. By the time I went to bed, like my voice was almost gone. So that's funny. I was walking around talking to them all night. They were walking around like a bunch of chickens with their head cut off because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. funny. It's rough. Wow. Cool. Well, that concludes episode number sixty-four. The. Oh, we can square root this bitch. Square. Eight, eight squared. It's episode eight squared. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Uh, deuces. <laughs>